0: Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. One playwright writes, It's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief when no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief, you got to have faith. This is uh, July the 7th, 2018. Um, this is Ridge, and we have Deb and uh, Craig here. How's Hello. How's everybody
1: doing? It's <laughs> July already. Yep. Yeah, happy f-
0: <laughs> post-4th of July. Everyone had a wonderful 4th? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. We missed you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> every, everyone had a party. Norman G. had a party. Davis Stein, who just had a birthday, had a party. And uh, every, every, yeah. Sometimes
1: you need to rest, Reg.
0: That's true. That's very true. We'll drag you out soon enough. <laughs> soon enough. So today we're going to be talking about Job 6, chapter, verse 11. But uh, first, I will o- open this up in prayer. Okay. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we uh, truly thank you for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning. We ask that you um, bless us as we focus on your word and uh, to be enriched by your teachings and by your knowledge so that we will be enriched and knowledgeable and so that we can... Um, Endure um, everything that we have to go through in this world through your word. Um, that your word will strengthen us, that will um, help us um, push through anything that we have going through in our lives, and that uh, everyone who hears our word and who sees us will be enriched by the love of God that shines through us. We ask this in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Oh, I know it was good. <laughs> Something <laughs> got up in there. But in any case, uh, yeah. We have a, this is a wonderful subject, and um, Deb, you uh, brought this um, Bible verse to us.
1: Yeah, I um, given the holidays, you know, I spent a lot of time hanging out with friends, just chit chatting, mm-hmm. sitting on the porch, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, I kept hearing people's struggles. Ah. And and then I'm also this week I wrapped up a job where I was basically handing over a pile of things and tasks and onerous duties to someone else mm. who sometimes looked at me like, why are you burdening me? <laughs> and, um, and so in reflection, I thought this would be a, a good um, verse. And, and also because of the conversations I was having about current events and th- there just seems to be a lot of suffering happening right now. And, and I think Job uh, in the Old Testament epitomizes that suffering. And so this is Job 611 and and Craig, I'm I'm curious to see what wording your book has.
2: Oh, okay. I've, I have got the I've got the, cra- I've got the crappy Bible, so we'll. No, I'm <laughs> I'm
1: just interested to see what it yeah, is. Yeah, just so. to see
2: how it's interpreted <coughs> differently. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: So here's here's the t- the verse that I have. Um, okay. What is my strength that I should wait, and what's what is my end that I should be patient? Um,
2: oh, uh, that's interesting. Okay. How, what is yours? Say? I've got what is my strength that I should hope. Mm. My
0: end, that my life should drag on, mm-hmm. and mine. The NIV version is: What strength do I have that I should still hope? What prospects that I should be patient?
1: I like that hope is in both of yours, mm-hmm. your versions, because we talked a little bit about and that. And you've got
0: patience, and yeah, yeah. Interesting.
1: So Job is basically the "Why Me" book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Job goes why
2: through so me? so 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 much. I mean, it starts out so grand. He said, so, "You know, he's got it. He's got it
1: all." Yeah, life isn't fair. Yeah, he has everything, and then he loses everything, Mm-hmm. and he loses his, his children are killed. Yeah. He loses his property. Um,
2: but he's, p- and it, he's pious, hardworking. And he, he is you know. without, and
1: he's been compared to <laughs> Daniel and Noah. Yeah. As the triumvirate of, of God's followers that are without sin and unrighteous. Even, even
2: the first part, you know, God's talking. In, in in this book, it says He's talking to the adversary, who yeah. the adversary <laughs> of God is. We'll 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 debate <laughs> yeah. that further. Satan? but uh, yeah. But yeah, but He's bragging about like, oh my gosh, look at Job. He's like He's like everything I wanted a man to be. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I'd, I'd love to read Job. First chapter, verse nine, because it gets into this deal that God has with the Satan. Bat. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what here's what it says. Uh, Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied, "Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have you have blessed the work of his hands, so that his flocks and herd are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he surely he will surely curse you." To Your face, and it goes on and on. So basically, Satan's like, Listen, you have you, you're treating him like a cream puff,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds you're like giving a, him everything, it sounds
0: like an alt right person talking to a liberal saying, Oh my god, you know, you've given him welfare benefits, you've given him everything. <laughs> what would happen <laughs> if <laughs> we, never, we just everything pulled the rug out from under you, exactly? Then yeah. he would
1: hate you and curse you, it's right? Exactly, Satan's betting
0: on. yeah. So the Lord says to Satan, This is verse 12, Job 1 12, verse 12. The Lord says to Satan, "Very well, then, everything He has in your power, but on the man himself, do not lay a finger." Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord, and then he still
1: gave him sores, though. Exactly. (laughs) So
0: basically, God is saying, "Listen, you want to you want to take everything from him? That's fine, but not his life.
1: Yeah, not his life. Right. Yeah.
0: And go ahead.
1: Oh well. uh, And so, Mm -hmm. no, you go ahead to do what we were saying.
0: No, 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 because you had you were talking about um. Oh, shoot. I had forgotten my uh, train of thought. Whether, uh, oh, you, yeah, you are debating why this would even happen. We were talking, uh, we were at breakfast, like why this, you know. Why you know, are why, they banking a bet? <laughs> right, exactly. And we can talk about that before, but <laughs> really this is, this is, this sets up the suffering that Job suffers all through Job's first, Job first chapter, second, three, four, five, it just goes on. And on and on. Yeah, we don't have to go through the, all the details. Right, right exactly. I think uh, Job goes all the way through chapter forty-two. Yeah, oh. there are forty-two It's a long, in Job.
1: long poem. Many poems about mm-hmm. suffering and lamentation. Yes, but it's actually very beautifully written. It is. Um, I think it's very, very, very lyrical. Mm. Um, but the the verse the six eleven is really like <coughs> how how long does this have to go on for right. me? Yeah. When w- when is it going to end? Do I have the patience to deal with this mm-hmm. struggle? Can I endure it? Do I have the strength
2: no.
1: to endure it? And um, and I think at this point, even though you had just mentioned that Satan can't take Job's life according to the agreements of the bet, mm-hmm. but um, but that Job get it uh, gets to a place where he is so beaten down yeah. and and tired and has lost so much that he doesn't really have hope or will he's hopeless and he's like just take my life god oh, i don't have a reason to live anymore
2: yeah. he's like why even hope yeah you know, yeah why even care
1: and and job wants god to come down and talk to him yeah it's not just i i believe in you he, he <coughs> believes in him the whole time yeah but he's like i want proof that you're listening to me <laughs> mm-hmm. so that that's very interesting that He's like, come talk to me. But then when God comes down, mm-hmm. he doesn't explain why he's made Job suffer. He just chastised him for not believing strong enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot.
0: Which, which, <laughs> which parallels uh, Jesus chastising we had talked yeah. about in the last couple of podcasts. Right. Whether it be the um, the apostles on the boat. Whether it be, um, we talked about the woman who uh, touched the hem of the garment. Oh, and, and these 12-year-old. Um, the father. And the mm-hmm. servants of the father more faith. did not have enough faith yeah. until, you know, Jesus actually resurrected the woman, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the little girl.
1: But he doesn't explain <coughs> why. And I think this comes up again and again when you're talking, when I am talking to people about my mm-hmm. faith. How can you believe in God when he lets this happen or that happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know all of God's plans or I, I can't see beyond my own circumstances right. or the circumstances that are evident to me, Mm -hmm. but God can. And, um, yeah, I think that comes up a lot in conversation, like the suffering. Why did, why does God let people suffer? Oh,
0: sure. And and we've talked about how there are a lot of Christians who will believe in God as long as everything is a okay, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and all of a sudden when things go bad, I read an article a couple of weeks ago about a woman who was a devoted Christian, went to church all the time did her tithes and offerings and all of a sudden i think her her child was taken away she had a, a miscarriage and she questioned and she already had kids healthy kids and she questioned god why did you take my child away what's going on i've been a good christian why is this happening to me that was
1: an article right yeah, yeah. remember a couple
0: yes. of weeks ago yeah. yes
2: well i think everybody believers non-believers whatever understand suffering as existential and personal you know i mean you know and 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 i don't care whether you are you know a, a believer you know, mm-hmm. in god or whether you're a believer in whatever mm-hmm. when when the shit hits the fan you hurt and you question you know where's the fairness mm-hmm. well, you know yeah. what why me yeah. you know this this is not right mm-hmm. Why should I have to address this by changing everything, by trying to do things differently? Okay. But then what if that doesn't work? Yeah. And what if that doesn't work? Yeah. You know, everyone understands, you know, understands pain. Yeah. It's very relative, Mm -hmm. you know, to whatever, you know, whether you're Job or whether you're Deb. (laughs) know, Yeah. Yeah. Or Reg or me. Sure. You know, we... We, know, we understand it. We uh, you know, we, we felt it. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And I dare say people don't even think about their faith or they don't think about these philosophical questions until something bad happens. Well, you have time to brood about it. Don't you? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then people get into this place of despair and hopelessness, and sometimes it's so overwhelming. They think about suicide. Mm-hmm. We've seen that a lot lately. Um, sometimes they hurt others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes they just give up. Faith in other people, they get a divorce, they don't interact with people anymore. They, yeah, and then we talked a little bit this morning about quiet depression, where some people just withdraw, yeah, and they uh detach from humanity. It's an easy away. thing to
2: do, yeah, you yeah. know. I firsthand, I can tell you that's a very easy uh, way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna face this crap, I don't want anybody to watch my you know, sad looking face all the time
0: yeah 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 Yeah. but then no you'd written down a list of things as to why we suffer and and
1: well i think so there were uh, i have a couple of lists from my Mm -hmm. focus my little study here so the first list is what are the things that i observed happening in job that Mm -hmm. i could take away Mm -hmm. and and they are um some suffering is caused by satan yep And um, Craig will argue with me on that, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm listening. I'm a listener. Um, God is all-powerful. I took that away from this. Um, Suffering isn't always a result of sin. Job was without sin, Mm -hmm. and he still suffered. Um, And God will reward or punish us in the final judgment. Um, God does not... um, He doesn't condemn doubt and despair. Like you were saying, Job is 42 chapters. Mm -hmm. He lets Job go on and (laughs) on and on. God can take it.
0: Sure. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, No one person has all the facts about suffering. I alluded to that earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, God is never totally silent, even though Job is saying, I need you to be present in front of me and explain to me what's happening.
0: Yeah.
1: You just have to look at the signs around you. He, he doesn't necessarily give an explanation, but I, I he's always present. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one. Um, well-intentioned advice um, can do more harm than good. So Job's friends try to, to say, God is treating you poorly. Why are you still believing in him? Mm-hmm. You must be wicked. You must have sinned. Um, sometimes yeah. <laughs> Sometimes some people's advice can be, Detrimental.
0: Yeah. It's almost like a Twitter feed, it's like a <laughs> <laughs> comment section. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Um, God asks for faith. Mm-hmm. We, we, that's a recurring theme. Um, and then we talked a little bit about the implications of this item. Suffering can be used to lead to victory.
0: That's exactly true. I had wanted to talk about something, or I w- I'll get into that. But you had mentioned suffering, uh, that sin, that Job was without sin. hmm and I mentioned uh, when we had breakfast that sometimes our sin creates our suffering, you know, us in the real world. But sometimes other people's sins. As a matter of fact, I argue 70% of the suffering that we deal with are from other people. If you've ever been mugged or if you ever had to, I don't know, deal with a rent increase or your boss is screwing with you or, you are know, having problems with your wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend or your kids. Um, we have to learn how to deal with other people in our lives. Some people feel like they just because they had kids, they have to
2: learn suffering. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what, through childbirth? <laughs> just, no, just actually. Oh, dealing? Yeah, Racing the child? Oh, of course, of course. Suffering <laughs> 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 a new, a new brand new concept. Uh, suffer- oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to say. You know those numbers sound good to me. About ninety percent <laughs> of the suffering <laughs> is yeah. is external. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know,
1: and the way that those people are interacting with other people in the world causes right. suffering in other people. Yeah.
2: Right. I mean, we look at all the crap that we're dealing with right now in, in mm-hmm. our country, and people, I mean, take it on. It, it causes uh, it causes a lot of people just their personal pain. Yeah. You know, to deal with these you know
0: these times. Hmm. And 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 they it, didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it may not apply to Joe. I mean, you know, other people are not well. I guess getting the bad advice and you know having people sort of dump on him. I mean, people are like, yeah. "Oh, what did you do? You must have did something yeah. wrong." Yeah. yeah,
1: I've heard that from people before. Well, what did you do wrong?
0: Yeah, my IT yeah. tech. There's I work at the DA's office, and every time my computer goes something wrong, you know, the IT guys like, "Okay, what did you do? Yeah. You did something." <laughs> Like, listen, can you just fix my thing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Satan came into my computer, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: and we talked no about it. a little bit about suffering. And is there a, how's the best way of putting this? Can is there something good in suffering? Is there a job to be done as, regarding suffering? Can suffering be a good thing? Um, certainly, if you endure it, you can be stronger. If you you know come out of the suffering, and Job does come out of it, but. Sometimes we need to, um, appre- you know, we don't appreciate the good if we have a little bit of bad.
1: Yeah, like I gave an example earlier about exercise. So unless you mm-hmm. stress your body by upping the weights maybe the next time you go mm-hmm. go work out, you don't grow. Your muscles don't get stronger. Yeah,
0: eat no pain, no gain. Right. As yeah, we always no say. pain, no gain. Yeah.
1: Job would not like that, (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah, yeah, I think that, and particularly, actually, I was talking to someone about their career yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, um, yesterday, (laughs) Um, and um, you know, they were saying it's really hard right now, Mm -hmm. and I can, and I was like, well, what are you learning? And they're like, I couldn't tell you, but I know that when I get through it, then Mm -hmm. I'll know.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I see it in sports all the time. I mean, I'm always using my sports analogies, but when a team wins. They don't really grow. I mean, they don't look back at the tape to say, "Okay, what do we do wrong?" Because, it's like, hey, we won. But the loser, they're the ones who are like, "Okay, we need to focus on what's what the hell's going on." Mm-hmm. And I think you know, suffering sort of has us looking within. I mean, you know, Job has written forty-two chapters worth of stuff, and we don't get this poetry unless he's suffering, well, because he's he's internally looking. It's,
2: it's like, hard to why? see. It's hard to see the. The benefits of conflict when you're in
1: it—that's true. Right. Um,
2: when mm-hmm. you when when you're able to persevere, then not only do you feel like, oh my God, I'm strong enough to get through that, but what I found out is God kind of tells me it's like, huh? Well, I guess you got more strength than you thought you did. Mm-hmm. What else can we tackle? Yeah. It's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. it, it it's kind of like an ongoing thing, you know. Yeah struggle, conflict, you know, and all you can do is try to be as, you know, to realize that, you know, the only way to get through this is, Mm -hmm. is to build that strength. Yeah.
1: Or to have faith and hope that you'll come out on the other side.
0: And find ways to build that strength, you know.
1: And, and, and I think faith
0: is a key thing here. I mean, I don't want to give up, I don't want to give up the button er, too early (laughs) because it's still going on, but faith is why we're here. Faith is why we're here. And I argue that you know faith has is 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 far more important than just believing in something that no one else believes. Mm-hmm. People may think you know it's you know if you believe in Jesus Christ or God it's like fairy tales. You believe in the Tooth Fairy or something. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot stronger than that. There are people who if they don't believe they die. Um, we hear about cancer patients. You know doctors saying, Hey, listen, you need to keep your spirits up. Um, Oh shoot! What I had, I had uh, another train tell, of thought. Tell apart. about your, <laughs>
1: your dad. You and your dad. Oh well, things. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, dad. So my dad's a singer, and all of us we, we're artists. You know, we're actors uh, and and directors and and creatives. Um, my dad is such a youthful individual because he sings. You know, he goes to churches all the time and sings at funerals, sings at weddings, sings for special events and things like that. And we were talking the other day and he was like, you know, um, I said to him, what, what would happen if you didn't have music in your life? What if you, what would happen if you'd stop singing? And he's like, well, I don't even want to think about that because mm-hmm. uh, that's for some people, if they don't work, if they don't, if they're not into it. I mean, we hear about athletes all the time, you know, athletes who've, you know, they're, they're in their 15th, their 20th year. And they don't want to retire because they don't know what else to do because it's always been about the, you know, getting on the field or and what and what have you. Um, and I was like, Dad, you know, if you don't sing, you, you'll just, you know, be in the bed and you'll just die. Um, I think faith is that way. Faith is the thing where what if Job didn't give up? One of the things that I love about this verse is that Job is still talking to God. Yeah. Job has not said. Well, God can exist because if he did exist, why am I, why am I here? I mean, why am I suffering? He recognizes I'm suffering, but God is still there. I can still talk to him. I can still ask him why he hasn't given up on God, which is a wonderful thing. I remember what I was thinking about. I don't want to say when I talk about suffering, there's a purpose. I don't want people to think, well, what are you saying? I have cancer. There's a purpose of me having cancer. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm saying that. There, there are some some sufferings. I would say man made sufferings that when we go through it, we endure. I mean, all of our great heroes that we hear about, whether it be Dr. King or um, Mother Teresa or um, Batman, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, yeah, <laughs> or Emma Gonzalez, the woman who had to go through the Sandy Hook uh, shooting. Right, right. We hear about these success stories through the people who go through trauma. There's a football player, Warwick Dunn. He had a mother who was a cop who died when he was like 15, 16, and he had other siblings. He had to raise those siblings. He had to be a man before he, you know, he at first he was just, you know, focusing on high school and just having fun. Now he's like, okay, i got to raise these kids mm-hmm. on my own. So we hear these success stories all the time. I guess what I'm saying is suffering is inevitable. Pain is inevitable. I think there
1: is a purpose to every kind of suffering. Whether, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm saying there are... Yes, I agree with you. There are varying degrees of suffering. Mm-hmm. I would not wish suffering on anyone else. Right. But I do think that there is a purpose in that w- your journey through that suffering and the people that witness that journey and who are affected by it change. hmm And if you're lucky, you change for the better. hmm And if you're lucky, you, ha- you come out on that other end with hope. Yeah. And with faith.
0: Yep. And I don't want to step on a third rail, but I would even argue evolution. You know, Bible people don't want to talk about evolution, but evolution happens through suffering and stress and change. Exactly. Yeah.
1: That's how humans evolve. (laughs) That's exactly right. So what do we do when we feel like, oh, my God, the world's all against me. Uh, There's no way out. What do we do when we feel like giving up?
2: Well, I was talking to Reg about this earlier. And, uh, mm-hmm. yes. I, I look to forgiveness. That's what I look to. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings me out of my own head. It makes, it makes me care about the world at large and my context with it. It forces me to confront the 90% of other people's problems, which I really didn't make. I didn't ask for this crap. However, <laughs> it's there; it's not going away. I can hide from it, and I can feel, you know, persecuted and and lament and say, "Oh, fuck you, damn you, why me? I didn't ask for this shit." Uh, but no, ultimately, what gets me up and around it is trying to learn how to forgive others. Really, really. Try. Because, like, like you said, like going to that gym, working that muscle, getting you know, understanding that the pain is going to transcend in some way, you know, yeah, you could do that, but that's not enough for me. I've got to really, I got to put it out there. What it, for
1: some reason the phrase this is a workout phrase that yeah. my gym my box, you know. Tears are just the pain leaving your body, <laughs> <laughs> S- sweat from your eyes. <laughs> 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 your <body. laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's all right.
0: That's all right. I can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Reg? Now I was trying to pull up because Craig, you had talked about. We oh, have a yeah. friend, Norman G, and he had a link to a pastor, Nadia bowles weber The I know. Pastor. I was really moved by that. Yeah, it's well, you know, she has a. I'll just say it. You know, I don't curse, but forgive assholes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Have a little faith. That's uh, the link. we'll put a link on there. She's an alternative uh, pastor, founding pastor of the how, what is this thing? The, I can't read it. The house, like a
1: little sermon, the house of all
0: sinners and saints. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a link there, but basically I think her message is you're going to deal with people who don't agree with you, who don't, you know, um, who don't, who aren't on the same page. who can really piss you off. It's
2: it's a lot of your people who will, like downright hurt you.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and they have a vested interest in hurting yeah, you. Just, you're going to deal with that. You're going to come head to head.
1: Hello, American politics. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, even at, even at work. I mean, you know, Craig, you were talking about you had a boss a while back uh, who was just giving you all sorts of grief and pain, mm-hmm. and you just couldn't understand. It wasn't just what he was doing, but why. He was doing it.
2: Oh yeah, it was it was it was pathological. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so
2: so uh, as
0: far as me, I always look from within. I never look from without. I mean, mm. I'm one to believe. I, I my philosophy is eighty. percent I would say seventy percent of the people who hurt me don't intend to hurt me. They're sort of like just I imagine like a three year old kid who's like just spinning around. And they have their hands outstretched, and they just sort they of hit slap you. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and they're not doing it intentionally. They're sort of just, I'm in my world. Oops, I hit you, I hit you while I was in my world, and I can be offended by that, or I can just say, listen, people are just focused on their own thing. Like uh, there, I have, there's a uh, an attorney that I work with. Well, that's really
2: decent, of, <laughs> you know, of you to be able to do that. A lot of people can't do that. right? Exactly. A lot of people deal with racism, misogyny, and all the things you talk talked about. Yes, exactly. And give them- get a big damn chip on their shoulder sure. so and you, probably mm-hmm. for no, you know, probably because like, you know, like it's a natural response to dealing sure. with that kind of
0: stuff. Well, we're you know. in the, we're in the age of emoting, you know, people, and that's why we have Twitter, Facebook and Snapchat and all that stuff because people need to, I've got to tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just... Blah, 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 blah is just a vomit of (laughs) criticism and all that stuff just on the Internet. But there's a wonderful book, Walking with the Wind, uh, by John Lewis, who is a – he is a member of the House of Representatives, and he was part of the civil rights movement. And he talked about the king and the civil rights movement and how when they did the sit-ins, they were instructed, listen, these white folks are going to spit on you. They're going to step on you. They're going to call you nigger. They're going to put the hose on you. They're going to sick the dogs on you. We roll up in a ball and we take it. It's going to be hard. We're going to endure suffering. Some of us are going to go to the hospital. We're going to bleed. But we are doing this for a greater cause. And it just, it's it's a, such a wonderful statement. It's a wonderful uh, way. I mean, I'm so thankful for the far fathers who suffered so that I don't have to suffer. And this group of people that stuck it out. Man. Yeah. And it also talks about how there was a later group, Stokely Carmichael and uh, sort of the uh, the black power movement. It was like, yes. screw that. You know, the you know, someone hits me, I'm going to hit them back, the ballot or the bullet. So people have different concepts of how to deal with suffering. Someone hits me, I'm going to hit them right back. Mm-hmm. Someone talks smack about me, I'm going to talk smack about them right back. And needless to say, I, d- I don't agree with that at all. Um, I believe that People come from a different philosophy. I mean, we you know we talk about it at work all the time. Uh, I work for the DA's office about um, <coughs> about people from different cultures coming together, and we have a uh, we have a, uh, a homogenous workforce where people from different cultures can come and work or whatever. And on paper, it's wonderful, but dealing with people from different cultures, from different walks of life, from different backgrounds, is a very difficult thing. I have to learn how. A woman feels when I work with a woman you know what do I you know if I say hey baby you know how is she going to react so I have to change how I think or whatever if I have that sort of mentality some people don't so you're like look I don't give a damn you know it's my world and why should I have to change for someone else I'm going to say and be whatever and these are sort of the people who can cause a lot of harm who can cause a lot of distress in our lives so to get back to with what you're saying I have a healthy understanding of how other people live in their lives. And I'm very careful with being good to people, just like what you were saying, Craig. You know, um, if I'm going through pain, I'm going to give. I'm going to treat people the way I want to be treated, hoping that I can get it back, you know, later on. Don't count on it, but, yeah,
1: it's not a bad (laughs) idea. It's not a a bad premise. And it sounds like you're very mindful of how you react to Mm -hmm. other people's actions uh, towards you.
0: My father used to say, no one has power unless they, you give them the power. If you say, oh, my God, someone hurt me so bad, like you had talked a couple of podcasts ago um, that a good friend of yours had caught, made you a derogatory term for you. And I was like, wow, how can that person really be your friend? But as you were saying it, it just rolled off of your lips. I mean, I'm sure it hurt you at the time, but you didn't let it linger I, I get the sense that it, you didn't let it. It later. did for a
1: while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work through it. Yeah, <laughs> you could yeah, have worked it out, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So you you know if you if you allow someone to hurt you, I hate to say it, but that's on you. That's suffering. You, yeah, that's suffering. So number one, be good to others, which is a simple. You know, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Number two, acknowledge that you know people can come into your life who have the harshest of intentions, or they may they may not even think about what they do. Um, And realize that God is always there, which is exactly what you wrote down. Yeah. Um, And realize that your faith is something that you can't take lightly. You hold on to that faith like an anchor, like an anchor, you know, like um, a matter of life and death. You know, if I didn't have the sort of faith, I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to endure, you know, like little increments, like little knife cuts of the things that can happen in your life. If you don't address that, it can, you know. You can bleed out.
1: Yeah. And I think we, we each have our own strengths and capabilities and they, you know, as we said, we can gain tools and strengths. Mm-hmm. But whenever I get to a point where I feel overwhelmed and that often happens at work, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I ask myself like, am I strong enough to deal with this? Yeah. You know, do I have the strength to get to power through this or whatever? Yeah. Do, do Are my emotions contained mm-hmm. so that they're not wildly erratic? Yeah. Um, And then can I, and I ask myself, can I help myself in this situation? Do I have the tools that I need? Yeah. And then if I don't, Mm -hmm. if I, if my answer is hell no, you don't, you're screwed. (laughs) Then I pray. Yeah. Yeah. Because prayer can Mm -hmm. lead me to hope. Mm -hmm. Prayer reminds me that God's on my side. Yes. He, it, it. It reminds me that he is there, present, Mm -hmm. that I can experience him, that I can see his power Mm -hmm. around me.
0: Yeah. One interesting thing about Mm -hmm. the Job, I was struck by the poetry through pain. Yeah. He's writing all of this, and the poetry is really like a prayer, as if he's praying to God. And he's very specific. I don't know how specific people are in their prayer. Not necessarily having a Christmas list, like, God, I want a Lamborghini, I want this, I want that, I need my bills paid here, and, oh, by the way, I have cancer, can you get rid of that? Everyone has a laundry list, but I'm talking about, when you pray, do you really pour out everything? I mean, prayer can be very therapeutic, where you can really just get out all of that stuff. I mean, I'm one, I really don't like to emote, well, I've been emoting a lot on podcasts, because, you know, that's Thank a you. nice venue, <laughs> but I mean, just... You what can you go fear. further, go, right. go. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but um, really, just letting it out because how you f- really feel, right? You know, right, exactly. Yeah. Do you right?
1: ever cry when you pray?
0: Every now and then, mm. Hon- honestly. Every now and then, especially if I'm if I'm, I'm really really stressed out. But there are a lot of people who don't emote a lot, and there are a lot of people we read about them in the news, shootings, and you know all sorts of you know really negative behavior. We was don't it, have a
1: lot of, like you were saying, we mm-hmm. have all this social media stuff. It's a very safe place to hone and craft your emotions yeah. as opposed to interacting with other humans yeah. with your emotions. I mean, I think <laughs> there's, a, there's a healthy
0: way of emoting. There's an unhealthy way of emoting. I could talk all day about the barbecue Beckys who get on the phone and, you know, call the cops on all uh, the folks. If they could, you know, focus that whatever that tension is within them in a positive way. Talk to someone if someone's pissing you off. A lot of times if if someone in my office is pissing me off, I can go to them and say, listen, you know, um, when you have time, can we talk? I, I like to talk about, you know, what's really happening. And I did want to mention, I mean, I'm, you know, prayer is a wonderful thing. Sometimes I had to say it. You need to get ri- you need to walk away from some people are not healthy in your life sometimes that's true i can't tell you how many times i've seen on either twitter facebook snapchat or whatever or dear abby or dear prudence someone saying gee i had this friend that i've had for 20 years or whatever and all of a sudden he or she said something or did something or something happened to me and they didn't react and how can i get them to understand how i blah 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 and i'm like what were they really your friends who are your real real friends who's who's who are the people who are gonna who really be you in your corner? In? Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes it's easier to hang on to something. Yeah. Like yeah. that. To be in a in a dead end, yeah. un- unhealthy so, relationship yeah. with people because you don't know if there's an alternative or you don't feel or, you're or you don't alone. Are you, or you don't or are you yeah. Or you don't feel the strength mm-hmm. to do anything different. And patterns way. are easy. Patterns yeah. are easy, I understand that.
0: Job is alone. Job doesn't have his wife. He doesn't have his kids. I think that's one of the one of the. But he does still have his
2: relationship um, with God. Yes. Maybe at this point and <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. the story, not a really great relationship with God, but it's not it, it it's not one that's been ended. Right. right? Yeah. Any he means. never says
1: y- you suck. I don't believe in you.
2: <laughs> that's it. And the only in this chapter right yeah. now. Let's get onto Ezekiel <laughs> or something else. Right? And, and you, <laughs> you,
0: may say, you may, Craig. You may say it's unhealthy. Isn't unhealthy because Job isn't getting the response that he, Job, is expecting? I think God talks to us all the time. And I think that God gives us what we need all the time. It's whether we receive it or not. My mother would always say, listen, I can fix your greens, but if you don't eat it, that's on you. Yeah, that's true. The proverbial greens, you know, the things that are happening in our lives, if we have any health issues... Are we doing what we can to perfect ourselves?
2: Well, again, we're talking about the how. How do you deal with this? Right. And, uh, Deb, you you forwarded that pra- that that prayer mm-hmm. is your you know is your go to when you know when when it's time when you when you've answered all the questions you can answer yourself. Yeah. And I'm sure you're extremely <laughs> thorough.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I know I am. I can get very introspective and walk around an issue two hundred times before I'll go like. Okay, this is a Rubik's Cube. I don't want to play with it anymore. I'm th- I am you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to look at this anymore. Yeah. And that's when I start to lift myself out into the world. I look at beauty. I look at art. I yeah. look at nature. I purposely try to find somebody's point of view that I don't know about. Yeah, it's a good point. I seek out a different mm-hmm. – I mean, because it's a big, wide world out there. It's not just mine.
1: Yeah.
2: There's only one sun. shines on every ass. So I've got to go out there and make other people – Or engage with other people and not feel inferior about it. Yes. You know, just go like, hey, man, I want to know how you tick. Yep. I want to know how this ticks. be honest, if you really want to know, it's not ticking with me. It's not ticking. (laughs) But, I, you know,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: know, to try and get a different perspective. Drag myself to breakfast with you guys. Sometimes I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. Drag myself to church Sunday morning. I know I don't feel like it sometimes in the morning. Drag myself to work. Drag myself to um, social activities. And, And that's
1: the step that people who themselves can't get to.
2: Yeah, well, it's it's they can't it's see a step. It's themselves. a step. It's a step. You know, you have to. I have to take. Yeah. Uh, and and to get out there and actually try and see the world and, and escape this torture in my brain or my heart mm-hmm. or my life or whatever. Yeah. You know. And I would
1: encourage anyone out there who's feeling depressed or suicidal or overwhelmed by day-to-day living to, to take that step that and, pray. Called and
2: pray if you and need pray. to go ahead, mm-hmm. man, the world needs more prayers, lots Absolutely. more, okay. everybody says like thoughts and prayers. We don't need more. No, we need much more. Yeah. Much, but we, we need also
1: thoughts and prayers and action and, and also, exactly. we,
2: <laughs> and also we need to be motivated to,
0: to actually love one another, yeah. which is the hard part. And when I talk about prayer, let's say you are depressed. Let's say you are, I mean, that's why we t- do therapy. So we can talk to someone who can really, you know, flush out our emotions and help us get to a point where we can actively make concrete choices to better ourselves, to say, hey, okay, what's the, what's the strategy? What's the plan? It's almost like a head coach. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, this is where your game is off. Yeah. So here's where we can, how we can perfect I always it. look at it like a friend you pay for. <laughs> right. <laughs> but <laughs> I, th- I think that prayer, if you have a connection with God in that way, as if you're talking to a therapist to work out your emotions, I think it's helpful. I think it's beneficial. Yes. I think that's what Job is doing right here
1: mm-hmm.
0: in, uh, in Job 6. Yeah, I don't going, think he's just, yeah. He's but more you know what? He's yeah.
1: also listening for the answer. Yeah. So prayer is also about listening. Mm-hmm. And, and whether your prayer is in the form of Christian prayer mm-hmm. or meditation or singing. That's right. There there are many ways that you can lift up your soul.
0: Ab- absolutely.
1: Um, I wrote down three things I wanted to share with Mm y'all and my listeners. So these are the three steps that I took from Job, the book of Job, on what to do when I feel like I'm giving up. One, remember that God is in control. Mm -hmm. He has a purpose, and he sees beyond our individual circumstances. And then two, trust in God's power. And then I was reminded of um, David Moen, the composer's song, God will make a way and the verses God will make a way when there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me and mm-hmm. he will be my guide. He'll hold me closely by his side with love and strength for me. Each day he will make a way.
2: All right. That's beautiful. That's like, a, that's <laughs> almost sounds it's like a prayer. A song. It is, yeah. a, it is yeah. a song. Yeah.
1: And then the third step is place your hope in Christ because he is the living proof that we can overcome suffering. Mm-hmm. Those were the three steps I took away.
0: Yeah. From today. yeah. Yeah, I think the one main thing for me is taking your faith seriously, taking your belief seriously. Uh, it's easy to believe when the sun is shining. You really need it when, you know, things are really, really, really bad. And when things are really bad, I get a sense of clarity. I know who my friends are. Because they're the ones who either step up or they walk away. (laughs) Um, When I'm in pain, I know how strong I am because I can either endure it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, A couple of years ago, uh, I had to move out of my place because uh, basically my landlord just raised the rent to a, a prohibitive level. And I sort of got put out of my place and I needed a friend to stay. And it was really, really traumatic. It was 2016. Hard, hard moment in my life. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. What am I going to do? And I immediately thought, okay, what do I need to do? It's one of those things where you don't have a plan. It's like, listen, if you've ever been, been told, listen, you need to move, and you have 20 days to do it, and you probably have nothing in your bank account, and you're, you're, you're just in a whirlwind. Um, but I went through it. I endured it. It's it's sort of like um uh, like a computer. It's like you know like wiping out your hard drive and putting new <laughs> things in, or getting the gunk out. And sometimes that doesn't happen until the computer crashes, mm-hmm. uh, until you know, uh, you're you are laid low. And sometimes people become sick. They're, they're, I had a um, an unk, uh, an aunt who was just working and working and working and working. And all of a sudden, she got an illness and she had to be put into a hospital and. She was so comfortable. She was like, wow, you know, I sort of needed this sickness. Luckily, she got better to just rest. It was like my body saying, okay, I'm, you're done.
1: You need to take a break.
0: You need to take, take a, break. a break. Whoa. Yeah. And I thought that was uh, fascinating. Mm. And, you know, I don't know how people can relate to that or, or what have you. I mean, people are going through serious, serious suffering. There are people who are listening. It was like, listen – I, I've, I've thought about killing myself, and I just don't care what you, you guys have to say. Yeah, and you
2: have no idea what I'm going through. Yeah. For. All yeah, I can say you – know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's nothing your pretty words can yeah. mend. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel that way too when I'm sitting here being very public about this. I kind of like in my mind thinking like, you know, there's people out there, you know, just – it ain't they ain't biting. Yeah. You know, they ain't biting this. Yeah. You know, it's not – It's it's – you know, it's yeah. not – it's not the fix all yeah. that I want. But faith
0: know. when it comes to that, faith is a binary thing. Either really believe is. or you don't. It,
2: it's and it goes both the ways. lights on or the lights off. You know?
0: And uh, you know, you either get out of bed, stand up. You know, like there are a lot of times we're like, Oh, I just well, I don't want to get out of bed and get out of bed. But uh, the minute I'm up mm. and the minute I can get into the shower, I'm like, Okay, I'm ready to go. It's it's life and death. If you stay in the bed I mean yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, even the great, you know, Jesus Christ, yes. who was who was divine and human yes. at the same time, you know, when when the when at the moment of absolute mortal crisis said, "Oh dear Father, Lord, why have you forsaken That's right. me?" Mm-hmm. So, man, don't feel like that what you're doing is not a is not a damn Herculean task. It is. Yes. It is. Getting through this pain is so hard. That's what makes it pain. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. but, you know, it's 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 doable mm-hmm. as well. It's doable. But yes. don't think, you know, no, nobody's minimizing it. And just you because know? you
1: can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, just mm-hmm. because you can't see the other side of the mountain, yeah. doesn't mean it isn't there.
0: Right. Yeah, That's exactly right. And people, you you, and you may not realize it, but people are, are in your corner. Like we were talking earlier what? about the kids in the cave, or in the two th- weeks, yeah, or yeah, or two weeks ago when Christ was always in
2: the boat. That's right. You we know I mean about that. Like God's always there. It was like the, the Coast God right. is always is present. Always,
1: yeah, does yeah, yeah. always yeah. present. Yeah. Always there.
0: Yeah. Always there through the through the good <clears> and the bad. I mean, when people are under depression, a lot of people think. I'm suffering through this alone. No one understands what I'm going through. And it's the mother of all lies. It's, it's you know, if, if we choose to believe in Satan, you know, that's the lie he wants you to believe, that no one is, is, is going through this. And it's not true at all. I mean, you'd be surprised that, uh, you know, we helped out a good friend, and, um, and I'm sure he was surprised that I showed up at his house. Well, that was the point.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Because I, I cared. And uh, you, you'll be amazed if you think, oh, everyone's focusing on their own lives. All of a sudden, you know, you're going through something only, you know, if you if you tell someone like, I, you know, I talked about during uh, breakfast time that I really don't like to talk about my personal pain because I was brought up to believe that that's a sign of weakness. Right. Big boys don't cry. You know, big boys, you, you endure it. And, you know, leave the crying to the girls. Yeah, grow a pair. Right, exactly. You hear that all the time. (laughs) And the problem with that is you really do become isolated. You become – it becomes your own personal pain, and no one understands because – That's me. Okay, because no one knows. You haven't told anyone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I go to the doctors or the dentists or whatever, I have to tell them what's going on. It's funny. When I was a kid – there, there was a doctor this is back in the 70s and they would be like okay Reg let's take a look at you and here and then and we're going to do some tests okay so here's what we're going to do and I didn't open up my mouth because I was a kid and you know the doctor just you know did it nowadays when I go to Kaiser they're like okay so what can I do for you yep uh, what is it you know do you want us to take some tests You, you, you tell me it's your uh, pain. <laughs> which is very <laughs> distracting. I was like, hey, you're the doctor. Check me out. Just look, look me over. Feel me over. You know, tell me what's up. Yeah. But, I but you have
1: to raise your hand and say, it hurts here.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It hurts and here. physically, metaphysically, in prayer, tell tell somebody yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And another thing, to,
2: and also looking at Job and kind of objectifying the story yes. a little bit, like mm-hmm. you know, just zooming out about 3,000 feet in the air and. And looking at why this why is this written? You know, Mm -hmm. what is this for? Mm -hmm. And I I I don't think it's just so we can relate to Job. Mm -hmm. I think we need to find the Jobs in the world. Yep. And understand how we can relate to you as Job and, and and Deb you as Job. And because some people cannot help but Focus on their own pain. Yeah. It's all consuming Our mm-hmm. focus on their own desires Our focus on their own issues. It consumes every minute of every day for a lot of people. And how do you break through that? How mm-hmm. do you do that? How do I become, you know, the it's Lord hard. God, the Lord God in this story? Mm-hmm. And man, when am I going to get through to this person that it's not all about them? Yeah, and you, and, may it's not. It's and you may not. Right. One of the things, but you've given like it a shot, and like that it means like something. My One of the I things, my, my dear about. friend uh, mm-hmm. Chuck Polly, who, yeah. who's mm-hmm. passed away about five years ago, yeah, he'd always he'd, he was so open and, and and loving. He was a director and and a playwright. He always had people coming up and, you know, needing needing some time with him, some face time, mm. because he was so generous and so, you know, he'd look you in the eye and. Mm-hmm. You know, reach in and 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 have a good heart to heart with with and everyone, you know, all kinds of different people related to him on this mm-hmm. very personal level. Mm-hmm. Just because he was just like so interesting in, yeah. that, in that way, and so friendly, yeah, and so and so loving in the way he approached uh, his relationships to everyone, yeah. And I'd always say to him, and, and they would come and they would like pour out their heart. Oh, you know, this is this has hurt me something something bad and I can only tell you, Chuck. Mm-hmm. You know, and his, and, and, you know, they'd say something else and you know what, and he would always give them the same credence mm-hmm. that he would give to people who like maybe lost a limb or, or a lover or, or, <laughs> you know, uh, sure. uh, you know, somebody who, who you would say like, well, their pain is much deeper. Yeah. And he, he would say to me, no, 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 Craig, you need to understand pain is relative. That little splinter hurts just as much as your broken heart. You know, or my or my loss of my lover mm-hmm. who died. Mm-hmm. That little that little owie is just as important to that person mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. as Anything else, and, and he would say it's so he's he would just so like uh, how do you get to
0: that level of yeah. <laughs> of, of compassion? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You, you know, 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 I would, I would find yeah. it like
2: that. Oh, that's ridiculous. How can you actually be that yeah. compassionate? And you know, you, you know. know what's
0: interesting? Yeah, I <laughs> and I yeah, I think all of us knew Chuck. Yeah, yeah. But people who give <clears throat> as a way of healing for themselves, as well as trying to heal someone else, those people that would gravitate to like you, Deb, helping your friend, mm-hmm. you don't know if you reached your friend or not. But the fact is you were there. Your mm-hmm. friend knows I can count on Deb Carragher to be there for me if I need and a it, place and to stay. And it may be that
1: tomorrow he sees the light or a yeah. week from now. or But he
0: can, he can never say. Six
1: months, I don't know. Yeah, he can never <laughs> say
0: that someone was not in his corner. Mm-hmm. It's it just like that greens analogy. You can set yeah. the greens there if they eat it, if they don't. It's up to you. But being
2: there, being being that person who's listening, yes, to the other person in pain, is like tremendously important. Yes. Whether or not it it gets results, yeah. maybe you maybe it will, and it, it, helps, maybe it won't. and it
0: helps you heal you. Oh gosh! What's,
2: well, what's Chuck, got a, Chuck, yeah. got a, Chuck got a got he 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 loved it. He loved it. He loved letting people be themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. If nothing else, you know, they were heard. And that's and very important. Yeah.
2: And
0: they were vulnerable and honest.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
2: that
0: that that was worth it. But I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I've come into people's lives. Let's say if I'm hurting, they may not even know that I'm hurting. Of course not. But I go to someone else who needs help. And in helping them, I'm enriched. I'm like, wow, yeah. okay, so I've done something. And I'm sure absolutely. you feel the same way. Yeah, Deb. absolutely. Yeah. I'm a healer.
2: And hopefully it will make you <laughs> feel like, you know, when – when push comes to shove and I need to be vulnerable, I can be. Yep. By example. Yep. You know? Just by example, see, that person did it and their world didn't come crashing mm-hmm. down and you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You no, know, it's it's all good. I think I think that I think that the more ways we can find to listen and talk to each other and try to love each other, the mm-hmm. better off we're all gonna be. Yeah. Please, please give it a shot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have more strength than you know. Yeah. yeah. Raise your hand and reach out to people and don't isolate yourself.
0: It's even even those who deliberately, who you, you know you can't, either don't like or you don't understand, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can really broaden yourself and grow. And um, and if you think that person's an enemy, all of a sudden you understand them and you're talking to them. And all of a sudden they're not the enemy anymore.
2: If it comes to be a question of w- whether risk is worth reward, Mm-hmm. I guess you can answer it two ways. You can say, well, maybe it is. But uh, you can definitely say that not risking is not
0: getting a...
1: Is not rewarding. Is not
0: rewarding. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. The other one uh, could go either way. Yeah. Here's a quick story. So I was in junior high school, and there was a bully. uh, What was the guy's name? Gary Chappelle. And uh, he would just... He was taller than me. Of course, I was a short, skinny kid anyway. And... He was just, you know, like talking and ragging on me and just, you know, dissing me and all that sort of stuff. And one day I brought a chess set. He's like, oh, you play chess? I can play chess, too. I can whip your butt and whatever. And we started a, a series of chess games. I would win. He would win. I would win. He would win. And through chess, we bonded. And that, you know, taught me a lesson, you know, in junior high school. Everyone who, you know, you think is an enemy. Is isn't really an enemy. It Was a wonderful little um, lesson. Yes. Have you guys ever had and go, uh, go through that? I don't know, like a bully. People and that all you sudden? thought were enemies, yeah. Not really.
1: No, I'm trying to think of a good concrete example. I'm sure that I'm sure that I have had bullies in that.
2: Texas, uh, Craig. Uh, I avoided most of them. <laughs> 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 or everyone loves you. <laughs> oh no, no! I just like—I yeah. I
1: just think I'm the kind of person that tries to find what makes people tick, and so I don't know that they remain my enemies for long. Yeah. If or if they do, then they're enemies forever. Or like you know, like there's not a lot sure. of bandwidth there. I don't have a good concrete example yeah. for you. I,
2: I remember there was this uh, this person I. I I interacted with in, in college and in the drama department at UT, and we both just kind of like got in. Un- for some reason, it's a personality clash, and we both, she she and me, we got into under each other's skin hmm. and just like, ugh, you know, everything, you know, there's this kind of everything uh, mm-hmm. they did just kind of like annoyed me and vice versa. Yeah. And then one day we just kind of like looked at each other and it's like, I've got to tell you something. She was like, yeah, I got to tell you too. Every you know, there's something I don't know what it is, but you just annoy the hell out of me, and I was like, "God, you too, me!" And then we both just went like,
1: and then you started dating. No, <laughs> we just started dating. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: But we were just like, just started laughing because we couldn't pin it. Oh, how funny! Yeah. It was just like, uh, and yeah. then it all erupted in this kind of like laughter.
0: Yeah, that's good. And we were best friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. I don't know and, why. And a lot of that's subliminal because, you know, let's say someone triggers, I don't know, a, th- a thought or an event that happened in your life or vice versa and oh. you realize this has nothing to do with, you know, what you're doing to me or whatever. I mean, those are wonderful mo- moments. I
2: don't know. They say like the, the the things that really annoy you and other people mm-hmm. are in, in in your in your under your in your uh, under your own kind of conscious awareness are probably the things that annoy you about yourself that right. you can't change. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. or. No, or prefer to keep, mm-hmm. you know,
0: shielded yeah. from yourself and the world. And yeah. so I think I think that might have, may have had a lot yeah. to do with it. One last button before we close it up. So I, I'm sure you guys have had to go through this, but uh, like one day. As a matter of fact, it happened yesterday. I was walking around. And I guess I was like engrossed in thought about what's going on. And I hit my knee. I hit my knee on uh, a, a fire hydrant or whatever. And I was like, Argh! and I told myself, okay, I got to breathe. I gotta just breathe. It's going to be painful, and just got to let the, the pain. Just adjust myself to the pain, and it's something that I've always done. As a, even as as a kid or whatever, it's like, listen. Yes, it hurts. Just relax, you know. Sort of absorb the pain, mm-hmm. and keep walking, and keep thinking, and it'll subside. And it did. <laughs> and when I think of Job, he is going through a lot of pain, and it's not so much. He is talking to God, my, when will this end? But it's also, how do I adjust? How do I deal with this pain? How do I deal with this? I'll how never do I get, keep living? Yeah, exactly. How do I keep living so. without my kids? How do I deal with not having my kids, my wife, or whatever? It's inevitable. It's horrible. But it is what it is, and I have to deal with it. One breath at a time. Yeah. Like you were
1: saying. Breathe. And in the
0: end, he does. One breath at a time. And he continues to yep. hold on to God. Yeah. Moving forward, moving forward. Yep.
2: One day, one morning, let the morning come, let it be. See, see some beauty in it, mm-hmm. okay? The afternoon's almost here. Try it then. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> keep keep moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's an old Negro spiritual, I'm so glad, Trouble Don't Last Always. Yeah. It's an old Sam Cooke soulster song, and I think about that. Let's see, sometime. what time is it? Yeah. It's uh, almost uh, an hour, so who yeah. wants to close this out in prayer? If
1: you weren't here last time. Do you want to close it? Sure, wanna,
0: okay. sure. Dear Heavenly
2: Father, thank you once again for bringing us together. Our lives, we live separately, and then we bring it together, and something really beautiful happens because of the love we have and the love we we trust and the love we want to share. That's your love, Jesus Christ. We're so grateful. We pray for strength, and we thank you for the strength that you've given us and petition you for more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: This was a good one. I felt really, really good about this one. Good. How you guys feel? <laughs>
1: Lovely. I feel Lovely. good. I'm, right I'm ready on. to
0: face the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God is everywhere.
0: That's exactly right. So faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe it all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church, which has made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us, on Facebook or on SoundCloud. And I should mention, we have a You Gotta Have Faith Facebook page, so we'll put a post on that. Um, don't feel alienated by what we speak of, what why, because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet, social media, and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on Store, go to the search engine on the upper right-hand side, and search for You Gotta Have Faith. You'll find us. If you're an Android user, download SoundCloud or just go on SoundCloud.com, search for You Gotta Have Faith, and you will find us. Also, I have a Twitter and Instagram account, uh, Reg Space Clay. Deb, you have one too, right?
1: D.L. Carrier.
0: Mm-hmm. And we'll have links. Uh, we got to get you on. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I,
2: I just exist.
0: Yeah. No, well, Craig is on, um, on You'll Facebook. You'll have to talk
1: to him in person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, send me a postcard. <laughs> Thank you for listening,
0: and for everyone who's listening, God bless each and every one of you. Yes. Hallelujah.